0: Matthew Henry's commentary on the whole Bible Leviticus 8 This chapter gives us an account of the solemn consecration of Aaron and his sons to the priests office 1 It was done publicly and the congregation was called together to be witnesses of it verses 1 to 4 2 It was done exactly according to God's appointment verse 5 1 They were washed and dressed verses 6 to 9 and 13 2. The tabernacle and the utensils of it were anointed, and then the priests, verses 10-12. 3. A sin offering was offered for them, version 14-17. 4. A burnt offering, verses 18-21. 5. The ram of consecration, verses 22-30. 6. The continuance of this solemnity for seven days, verse 31, etc. Consecration of Aaron and his sons, 1490 BC. One and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Two take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments, and the anointing oil, and a bullock for the sin offering, and two rams, and a basket of unleavened bread, three, and gather thou all the congregation together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. For and Moses did as the Lord commanded him, and the assembly was gathered together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Five and Moses said unto the congregation, This is the thing which the Lord commanded to be done. 6 And Moses brought Aaron and his sons, and washed them with water. 7 And he put upon him the coat, and girded him with the girdle, and clothed him with the robe, and put the ephod upon him, and he girded him with the curious girdle of the ephod, and bound it unto him therewith. 8 And he put the breastplate upon him, also he put in the breastplate the urim and the thummim. 9 And he put the mitre upon his head, also upon the mitre, even upon his forefront, did he put the golden plate. The holy crown, as the Lord commanded Moses. 10 And Moses took the anointing oil, and anointed the tabernacle, and all that was therein, and sanctified them. 11 And he sprinkled thereof upon the altar seven times, and anointed the altar, and all his vessels, both the laver and his foot, to sanctify them. 12 And he poured of the anointing oil upon Aaron's head, and anointed him, to sanctify him. 13 And Moses brought Aaron's sons, and put coats upon them, and girded them with girdles, and put bonnets upon them, as the Lord commanded Moses. God had given Moses' orders to consecrate Aaron and his sons to the priest's office, when he was with him the first time upon Mount Sinai, Exodus 28 and 29, where we have also the particular instructions he had how to do it. Now here we have. 1. The orders repeated. What was there commanded to be done is here commanded to be done now, verses 2 and 3. The tabernacle was newly set up, which, without the priests, would be as a candlestick without a candle. The law concerning sacrifices was newly given, but could not be observed without priests, for, though Aaron and his sons had been nominated to the office, they could not officiate till they were consecrated, which yet must not be done till the place of their ministration was prepared, and the ordinances were instituted, that they might apply themselves to work as soon as ever they were. Consecrated, and might know that they were ordained, not only to the honor and profit, but to the business of the priesthood. Aaron and his sons were near relations to Moses, and therefore he would not consecrate them till he had further orders, lest he should seem too forward to bring honor into his family. 2. The congregation called together, at the door, that is, in the court of the tabernacle, verse 4. The elders and principal men of the congregation, who represented the body of the people, were summoned to attend for the court would hold but a few of the many thousands of Israel. It was done thus publicly 1. Because it was a solemn transaction between God and Israel, the priests were to be ordained for men in things pertaining to God, for the maintaining of a settled correspondence, and the negotiating of all affairs between the people and God, and therefore it was fit that both sides should appear, to own the appointment at the door of the Tabernacle of Meeting. meeting. Two. The spectators of the Solemnity could not but be possessed, by the sight of it, with a great veneration for the priests, and their office, which was necessary among a people so wretchedly prone as these were to envy and discontent. It was strange that any of those who were witnesses of what was here done should afterwards say, as some of them did, You take too much upon you, you sons of Levi, but what would they have said if it had been done clandestinely? Note: It is very fit, and of good use, that ministers should be ordained publicly, Plead present in the presence of the common people, according to the usage of the primitive church. 3. The commission read, verse 5. Moses, who was God's representative in this solemnity, produced his orders before the congrega- congregation. This is the thing which the Lord commanded to be done. Though God had crowned him king in Jeshurun, when he made his face to shine in the sight of all Israel, yet he did not institute or appoint anything in God's worship but what God himself had commanded. The priesthood he delivered to them was that which he had received from the Lord. Note, all that minister about holy things must have an eye to God's command as their rule and warrant, for it is only in the observance of this that they can expect to be owned and accepted of God. Thus we must be able to say, in all acts of religious worship, this is the thing which the Lord commanded to be done. For it the ceremony performed according to the divine ritual. 1. Aaron and his sons were washed with water, verse 6, to signify that they ought now to purify themselves from all sinful dispositions and inclinations, and ever after to keep themselves pure. Christ washes those from their sins in his own blood, whom he makes to our God kings and priests, Revelation 1 verses 5 and 6. And those that draw near to God must be washed in pure water, Hebrews 10 verse 22. Though they were ever so clean before and no filth was to be seen upon them, yet they must be washed. To signify their purification from sin with which their souls were polluted, how clean soever their bodies were, two they were clothed with the holy garments, Aaron with his verses seven to nine, which typified the dignity of Christ, our great high priest, and his sons with theirs, verse thirteen, which typified the decency of Christians who are spiritual priests. Christ wears the breastplate of judgment and the holy crown, for the church's high priest is her prophet and king. All believers are clothed with the robe of righteousness and girt with the girdle of truth, resolution, and close application, and their heads are bound, as the word here is, with the bonnet or diadem of beauty, the beauty of holiness. 3. The high priest was anointed, and, it should seem, the holy things were anointed at the same time. Some think that they were anointed before, but that the anointing of them is mentioned here because Aaron was anointed with the same oil with which they were anointed but the manner of relating it here makes it more than probable that it was done at the same time, and that the seven days employed in consecrating the altar were coincident with the seven days of the, the priest's consecration. The tabernacle, and all its utensils, had some of the anointing oil put upon them with Moses' finger, verse 10, so had the altar, verse 11, these were to sanctify the gold and the gift, Matthew 23, verses 17 to 19, and therefore must themselves be thus sanctified. But he poured it out more plentifully upon the head of Aaron, verse 12, so that it ran down to the skirts of his garments, because his unction was to typify the anointing of Christ with the Spirit, which was not given by measure to him. Yet all believers also have received the anointing, which puts an indelible character upon them, 1 John 2, verse 27. 14 And he brought the bullock for the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the bullock for the sin offering. 15 And he slew it, and Moses took the blood, and put it upon the horns of the altar round about with his finger, and purified the altar, and poured the blood at the bottom of the altar, and sanctified it, to make reconciliation upon it. 16 And he took all the fat that was upon the inwards, and the call above the liver, and the two kidneys, and their fat, and Moses burned it upon the altar. 17 But the bullock, and his hide, his flesh, and his dung, he burnt with fire without the camp, as the Lord commanded Moses. 18 And he brought the ram for the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the ram. 19 And he killed it, and Moses sprinkled the blood upon the altar round about. 20 And he cut the ram into pieces, and Moses burnt the head, and the pieces, and the fat. 21 And he washed the inwards and the legs in water, and Moses burnt the whole ram upon the altar. It was a burnt sacrifice for a sweet savor and an offering made by fire unto the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moses. 22 And he brought the other ram, the ram of consecration, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the ram. 23 And he slew it, and Moses took of the blood of it, and put it upon the tip of Aaron's right ear, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. 24 And he brought Aaron's sons, and Moses put of the blood upon the tip of their right ear, and upon the thumbs of their right hands, and upon the great toes of their right feet, and Moses sprinkled the blood upon the altar round about. 25 And he took the fat, and the rump, and all the fat that was upon the inwards, and the caul above the liver, and the two kidneys, and their fat, and the right shoulder, 26 And out of the basket of unleavened bread, that was before the Lord, he took one unleavened cake, and a cake of oiled bread, and one wafer, and put them on the fat, and upon the right shoulder, 27. And he put all upon Aaron's hands, and upon his son's hands, and waved them for a wave offering before the Lord. 28. And Moses took them from off their hands, and burnt them on the altar upon the burnt offering, they were consecrations for a sweet savour, it is an offering made by fire unto the Lord. 29. And Moses took the breast, and waved it for a wave offering before the Lord, for of the ram of consecration it was Moses' part, as the Lord commanded Moses. 30 And Moses took of the anointing oil, and of the blood which was upon the altar, and sprinkled it upon Aaron, and upon his garments, and upon his sons, and upon his sons' garments with him, and sanctified Aaron, and his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. The covenant of priesthood must be made by sacrifice, as well as other covenants, Psalm 50 verse 5. And thus Christ was consecrated by the sacrifice of himself, once for all. Sacrifices of each kind must be offered for the priests, that they might with the more tenderness and concern offer the gifts and sacrifices of the people, with compassion on the ignorant, and on those that were out of the way, not insulting over those for whom sacrifices were offered, remembering that they themselves had had sacrifices offered for them, being compassed with infirmity. 1. A bullock, the largest sacrifice, was offered for a sin offering, verse 14, that hereby atonement might be made, and they might not bring any of the guilt of the sins of their former state into the new character they were now to put on when isaiah was sent to be a prophet he was told to his comfort thy iniquity is taken away isaiah 6 verse 7 ministers that are to declare the remission of sins to others should give diligence to get it made sure to themselves in the first place that their own sins are pardoned those to whom is committed the ministry of reconciliation must first be reconciled to god themselves that they may deal for the souls of others as for their own. 2 A ram was offered for a burnt offering, verses 18 to 21. By this they gave to God the glory of this great honor which was now put upon them and returned him praise for it, as Paul thanked Christ Jesus for putting him into the ministry, 1 Timothy 1:12. They also signified the devoting of themselves and all their services to the honor of God. 3 Another ram, called the ram of consecration, was offered for a peace offering, verse 22, etc. The blood of it was part put on the priests, on their ears, thumbs, and toes, and part sprinkled upon the altar, and thus he did, as it were, marry them to the altar, upon which they must all their days give attendance. All the ceremonies about this offering, as those before, were appointed by the express command of God, and, if we compare this chapter with Exodus 29, we shall find that the performance of the solemnity exactly agrees with the precept there, and in nothing varies. Here, therefore, as in the account we had of the tabernacle and its vessels, it is again and again repeated, as the Lord commanded Moses. And thus Christ, when he sanctified himself with his own blood, had an eye to his Father's will in it. As the Father gave me commandment so I do, John 14 verse 31, chapter 10 verse 18, chapter 6 verse 38. 31 And Moses said unto Aaron and to his sons, Boil the flesh at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and there eat it with the bread that is in the basket of consecrations, as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. 32 And that which remaineth of the flesh and of the bread shall ye burn with fire. 33 And ye shall not go out of the door of the tabernacle of the congregation in seven days, until the days of your consecration be at an end, for seven days shall he consecrate you. 34 As he hath done this day, so the Lord hath commanded to do, to make an atonement for you. 35 Therefore shall ye abide at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation day and night seven days, and keep the charge of the Lord, that ye die not, for so I am commanded. 36 So Aaron and his sons did all things which the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses. Moses, having done his part of the ceremony, now leaves Aaron and his sons to do theirs. 1. They must boil the flesh of their peace offering and eat it in the court of the tabernacle, and what remained they must burn with fire, verses 31 and 32. This signified their thankful consent to the consecration. When God gave Ezekiel his commission, he told him to eat the roll, Ezekiel 3 verses 1 and 2. 2. They must not stir out of the court of the tabernacle for seven days, verse 33. The priesthood being a good warfare, they must thus learn to endure hardness and to disentangle themselves from the affairs of this life, 2 Timothy 2 verses 3 and 4. Being consecrated to their service, they must give themselves wholly to it, and attend continually to this very thing. Thus Christ's apostles were appointed to wait for the promise of the Father, Acts 1 verse 4. During this time appointed for their consecration, they were daily to repeat the same sacrifices which were offered the first day, verse 34. This shows the imperfection of the legal sacrifices, which, because they could not take away sin, were often repeated, Hebrews 10 verses 1 and 2, but were here repeated seven times, a number of perfection, because they typified that one offering, which perfected forever those that were sanctified. The work lasted seven days, for it was a kind of creation, and this time was appointed in honor of the Sabbath, which, probably, was the last day of the seven, for which they were to prepare during the six days. Thus, the time of our life, like the six days, must be our preparation for the perfection of our consecration to God in the everlasting Sabbath. They attended day and night, verse 35, and so constant should we be in our meditation on God's law, Psalm 1, verse 2. They attended to keep the charge of the Lord. We have every one of us a charge to keep, an eternal God to glorify, an immortal soul to provide for, needful duty to be done, our generation to serve. And it must be our daily care to keep this charge for it is the charge of the Lord our Master, who will shortly call us to an account about it, and it is at our utmost peril if we neglect it. Keep it that you die not, it is death, eternal death, to betray the trust we are charged with, by the consideration of this we must be kept in awe. Lastly, we are told, verse 36, that Aaron and his sons did all that was commanded. Thus their consecration was completed, and thus they set set an example before the people of an exact obedience to the laws of sacrifices now newly given and then they could with the better grace teach them thus the covenant of peace numbers 25 verse 12 of life and peace Malachi 2 verse 5 was made with Aaron and his sons but after all the ceremonies that were used in their consecration there was one point of ratification which was reserved to be the honor and establishment of Christ's priesthood which was this, They were made priests without an oath, but Christ with an oath. Habakkuk 7 verse 21. For neither such priests nor their priesthood could continue, but Christ's is a perpetual and unchangeable priesthood. Gospel ministers are compared to those who served at the altar, for they minister about holy things, 1 Corinthians 9 verse 13. They are God's mouth to the people and the peoples to God, the pastors and teachers Christ has appointed to continue in the church to the end of the world. They seem to be meant in that promise which points at Gospel times, Isaiah 56 verse 21, I will take of them for priests and for Levites. No man may take this honour to himself, but he who upon trial is found to be clothed, and anointed by the Spirit of God with gifts and graces to qualify him for it, and who with purpose of heart devotes himself entirely to the service, and is then by the word and prayer, for so everything is sanctified, and the imposition of the hands of those that give themselves to the word and prayer, set apart to the office, and recommended to Christ as a servant and to the church as a steward and guide. And those that are thus solemnly dedicated to God ought not to depart from His service, but faithfully to abide in it all their days, and those that do so, and continue laboring in the word and doctrine, are to be accounted worthy of double honor, double to that of the Old Testament priests.